so many of us are seeking success. In fact, I think everyone is looking to be successful. And yet, I fear that many of us are going to be disappointed when we show up at the end of our lives, when we have chased the wrong form of success, when we have chased worldly ambition. I fear that we are going to be sorely disappointed. Hey, it's Lucas Grobot, and you're listening to The Lucas Grobot Show, where we uncover purpose, pursue truth, and own the future. Over the weekend, I received a question. It's not really a question. It was more of a a comment, a statement from Nora on Instagram. And she said, when you work so hard and give all of your time and energy into something and it fails, it is just so disappointing. And it got me thinking, it, it, it really is disappointing when we put our heart, soul, mind, energy, time, finances, our our blood, sweat, and tears into something and it doesn't turn out the way that we want. It can be devastating. It can be crushing. In part, it can be crushing because the world just didn't line up the way that we hoped. We didn't get, didn't get the part or the the other person wasn't in love with us or maybe our business failed. Because COVID happened. All these things can be very disappointing because the world doesn't necessarily work in our favor all the time. But there's another layer, I think, to this statement, which is when we put all of that time and energy into something and it fails, at, there comes a point, at least in my life, where I begin to question and say, is it because of me? Is it because I didn't do enough? Am I not good enough? Am I not worthy enough? Am I not capable or competent enough to be able to reach my dreams and my goals? Am I, am I not enough to be successful? Now, of course, there can be arguments of, well, did you actually put in the work that you did? But let's assume that you put in the work, you did everything that you could do on the front end, on the input, but the output, the result just wasn't what you wanted. Right now in, in the season of COVID across the world, most of the people that I talk to, most of the relationships that I have, I hear this, this echo sounding forth um, through, through all the, the networks, which is, I had a lot of really big plans for 2020 and then Corona happened, COVID happened and everything just came to a halt. I just found myself so disappointed. I had a ton of momentum behind me and then it just stopped dead in its track. How do I cope with that? How do I deal with that? Even my wife in this season, she was supposed to go home to her brother's wedding but because the airport wasn't open, she missed her younger brother's wedding. And that was devastating. Now, that was something that was completely out of her control. And today, we're going to talk about things that are completely out of our control. And we're going to be talking about things that are within our control. And I think there's two different types of disappointment, even as I said, when it's out of your control, There's a level of disappointment, but at least it's not turned inwards towards some some sort of an inward resentment. And when it is within your control, where we just weren't good enough. I know for me, 
it can turn towards self-loathing or self-hatred or resentment towards myself because I didn't have the outcome that I wanted. But that is extremely dangerous, toxic, that will lead to horrible places in our life. But the root of all of this is really worldly ambition and it's confusing success in the eyes of the world and success in the eyes of our creator or even in the eyes of ourselves. What does it mean for us to be successful? Whenever we are chasing worldly success, chasing some sort of achievement, some sort of accolade, some sort of notch on our belt, I can nearly 100% guarantee you, I think I can 100% guarantee you that you will always be disappointed. Even after you've reached that pinnacle, it is not going to fill your soul. It is not going to fill your belly with what you want. Oftentimes, when we're seeking that ambition, that, that goal, that outcome, our, our desire to be great, and you were born, you were born to be great. Don't get me wrong. You were born to be great. But when we seek that and we're looking it for it, from the approval of the world around us, whether it's from our outcomes, the things that we're able to achieve, or people telling us that we're so amazing. When we look for it in those places, it will always end up with empty bellies. We will always end up unsatisfied. Now, that's the, the worldly ambition, the worldly success. But there's another form of success or ambition that does satisfy our hearts, that doesn't come from our outcomes. It doesn't come from the things that we achieve. It doesn't come from the, the way that the world defines success. And that is knowing that we are loved, knowing that we are accepted, knowing that the one that created us looks down upon us and smiles. And it is that smile that I live for. I live to feel that smile and each and every one of us can feel that smile. A few episodes ago with Kevin Monroe, he mentioned that Mother Teresa had on her desk obedience over success. Just three simple words, obedience over success. What does that mean? What does it mean for you and I to be obedient, faithful, faith-filled, and obedient in the purposes that we know we are meant to walk out in the earth, whether that's to be a writer or a singer or an entrepreneur, to faithfully say, I'm going to be obedient to this call on my life. I'm going to be obedient to the purpose on my life while, while not compromising on the truth. Now, what do I mean by not compromising on the truth? Well, we can say, well, I was born to be an entrepreneur and I can find a shortcut here. I was born to be a writer, but I'm just going to compromise just a little bit on what I really think that means within me so that it makes it, it makes it look like I achieved my goal. But we can't compromise on the truth. We can't compromise on the things that we are called to do. We must be obedient. Obedience 
to the things that we are called to do to faithfully walk out our purposes on the earth. It's in that place that we can begin to feel the smile from heaven down upon our hearts. And that is what I try to do every day. I try to wake up and I realize that I am not guaranteed success. You are not guaranteed success. No matter how much time, effort, and energy that you put into whatever project it is, you are not guaranteed success. That is, you're not guaranteed to get that part, to get that job, to get your book published and sell a million copies. That's not guaranteed. In fact, very few people ever achieve that. It's, it's possible. I think you should work every day and give your all to achieve that, but you're not guaranteed to achieve that. And success does not mean achieving that. I want to redefine success for us today. Success means being faithful to the purposes that we are meant to walk out, doing everything that we can to nurture ourselves, to grow our, our skill sets, and to bless the relationships around us as we walk out our purpose in the earth. That is success. Being faithful and obedient to walk out our purpose. Now, we can't just be faithful. Oftentimes, I think people say, well, I'm just being faithful. I'm just, you know, I'm just doing the work. We start just moving paperwork. We've checked out. Our mind and our heart have checked out of the process. Sure, we're going through the motions, but we need to be filled with faith. We need to be expectant that at any moment, our little bricks that we lay every day, our little simple steps of obedience that we walk forth in every day, with every day that we we enter into our purposes in the earth and say, you know what? I know that this is what I, I know that I was born to be a writer. I know that I was born to be a writer. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take small steps today and I'm actually gonna write. As we do that, we need to do it with expectancy that great things might happen. Expectancy that at any moment we could break through to the other side. Because that even gives us this spark of creativity, this life in our, our steps. So it's not just being faithful. It's not just going through the motions, but it's having hearts filled with faith, believing that the impossible is possible. Now, what happens when you put all the work in, where you do everything that you're able to do and the, the moment comes and you're not chosen, where your work isn't good enough? Maybe it's not even someone else. Maybe it's not even the world saying, hey, it's not good enough. But you finish that paper, you finish that song, you finish that piece of art, you finish that presentation and you wake up the next morning and you look back on it and you're like, mm, that's just not good enough. I, that was a disappointment. I'm disappointed by my own work. What do you do? Well, there's a few stories that I want to tell you. And I write about them in my book, Anchored the Discipline to Stop Drifting. I actually write about these three ideas, these three stories. And I'm going to go through them fairly quickly as I think you can get the, the point in the meat from 
these stories very quickly. So the first story is the story of a race to the South Pole called the 20-mile march. And you may have heard this before on the podcast where there was two explorers, Robert Scott and Roland Amstand. Both of them were racing to the South Pole. Scott decided to, every day, march as far as they could. If the sun was shining, they would march 50 miles. If it was cold and rainy, maybe they'd watch march five miles. If they were tired, they'd take the day off. They just went as they felt. Now, not only this, they had more than one goal. They were not just trying to reach the South Pole, but they were also doing experiments, gathering rocks, doing a whole bunch of measurements on the way. They had more than one goal and... They went as they felt, as they felt like they had the strength. Now, Amson, he instead decided to have one goal. We are going to be the first people to get to the South Pole and return. We have no other goals. And rather than marching as we feel like it, rather than on really sunny days with great weather trying to cover 60 miles, we are going to march 20 miles a day. If there's a blizzard out, we are going to march 20 miles a day. If it's sunny out and we march that 20 miles in half the time that we normally take, we are going to stop, we are going to make camp, and we are going to rest for the rest of the day. Now, who do you think made it to the South Pole? Well, it was Roland Amundsen's men who made it to and from the South Pole, the first people to ever make it, Robert Scott and company, they died. They died some 12 miles away from a, a food supply, and they all died of starvation. Now, the, the moral of the story is by setting daily accomplishable goals, not doing the work when we feel like it, but doing the work because it's Monday, because it's Tuesday, because it's 10 a.m. and that's when we do the work. When we set out an, a small amount each day and we have a singular goal, we're not trying to do 30 things at once, we're trying to do one thing, one and one thing only. That is going to enable us to overcome the barriers that we have within our own skill set so that we can reach our goals. Because what I'm not saying in this episode is forget about any sort of accomplishment. Forget about any sort of success. Just, you know, be happy with your life. Don't worry about anything akuna matata. No, we need to be faithful in our purposes on the earth. So if you are called to be a doctor who's called to cure cancer, you have a responsibility. If that's your purpose, you have a responsibility to every day wake up and give yourself to the best of your ability and to grow what the best of your ability is to achieve that goal. And it's that process. That is what makes you successful. Obedience to that process. Now, there's another story. A story of throwing Pots. There, as the story goes, the legend goes, there was a pottery class 
the professor of the pottery class split the class into two halves. To the first half, he said, I want you to spend the entire semester making one pot. Just make one pot. Design the best pot that you could ever think to design. And at the end of the semester, I'm going to grade you on the singular pot that you made. To the second group, he said, I am going to grade you based on the number of pots that you make. So if you make 100 pots, you get a B. If you make 200 pots, you get an A. Which group do you think made better pots? The one person who decided I'm going to make or was chosen to make one pot and meticulously focused on this singular pot or people who decided, hey, if I throw 500 pots, I'm totally going to get an AA plus and it's going to be great. Well, at the end of the semester, the professor gathered the best pot from each student. So the one that made many pots, he found the best pot from them. The one that made one pot, he took their pot. He got outside judges to come in and judge all of the pots. And he said, which pots are the best? Well, as you can imagine, all the pots that were the best were from the group that made many pots. Because every day they were practicing They threw pot after pot after pot. If a pot was bad, got messed up, eh, I'll throw another one tomorrow. The lesson here is we need to put in the reps. Growing in our craft, growing in our skill, it is like laying bricks on a house. Every day we lay a brick and many of those bricks are going to feel like failures. Many of the bricks that I lay in my life often feel like I'm failing. It feels like "Mm, this is not quite what I wanted. The next day I lay another brick. Ah, I could have done it a little better. The next day I lay another brick. Oh, it's just still not there. But it's the laying bricks. That is the process. That is the obedience that is going to get us to a place of quote unquote Success. We may not actually reach our goals, but we will have been obedient to the purposes that we were called to. And that is growing our skill. That is how we grow our skill. We grow our skill through putting in those reps day in and day out. Now, a secret that is embedded in here is that skill is not just done through or grown through the repetition, but skill is grown through the failing. It is when we fail, it's when we face hardships that that is what begins to actually create a a character within us. It creates a grit within us. It creates a, a, a knowledge within us that grows our skill. There is a saying that suffering, suffering produces endurance. Endurance produces character. Character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because we know that God loves us. So there's this chain of events. Suffering or failure 
produces endurance. But that is only if you choose to persevere. It's only if, if you choose to embrace the suffering, embrace the failure, embrace the fact that you are so disappointed that you tried so hard, that you gave so much, and yet you did not accomplish the thing that you set out to do. We have to embrace that feeling of failure and embrace the fact that we failed or embrace the suffering that we are going through because that is what creates endurance within us. And we need that endurance to march those 20 miles every day. We need that endurance to lay a brick every day. We need that endurance to throw another pot, even though the last 12 we threw weren't very good. That endurance produces character. Character is way more successful than achieving a milestone. If you develop character in your life, that is something that's rich. That is something that when you are old and on your deathbed, your grandchildren will come around you and they will praise your character. And they will remember you by your character. Sure, you might have some trophies on the wall. Maybe you want a Grammy or an Emmy or an Oscar. Sure. Maybe you got a, a Nobel Peace Prize. Sure. But people will remember you because of your character. Because of the way that you treat them. Because how you walk in integrity. And that character is going to produce hope. Hope and the knowledge that there is a creator that is smiling down on you and loves you. And that is the reframe that we started talking about in the beginning of this episode, that we need to reframe success away from worldly success, away from achieving a milestone or achieving a goal, getting the prize, getting the medal, and frame it back into growing our character, walking in truth, walking in uprightness, treating people around us with love and with kindness. That, that is success. Knowing that there is one that smiles on us and we can feel that smile, that is success. That is all for this episode. I want to encourage you and remind you that worldly success is fleeting. Worldly success is fleeting. Put obedience to your purposes, obedience to what you are called to do over seeking and searching for the praise of men and women around you. Rather, seek to be obedient. And last but not least, remember to lay bricks every day. You are laying brick after brick, failure after failure, attempt after attempt. You can't do everything in one day, but you can take one step every single day. And that is the path to true character and true success. If you are interested in hearing more about this, I actually did a, an episode similar to this back in episode 24. It's one of my favorite episodes. I actually go back and listen to it because it encourages me so much. It reminds me that it takes an enormous amount of work, an enormous volume of work in order for 
us to have the skill match our taste. And so that is in episode 24. If you go back into the podcast, it will be there waiting for you. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments like Nora did, please WhatsApp me at plus one two zero two nine two two zero two two zero, and I would love to hear from you. Finally, remember, you are a change maker who lives and walks in truth, who knows your purposes. So go out and own your future. <laughs>